Welcome to the podcast, Next Chapter, Empty Nest. I'm your host, Brenda Weaver. This podcast is going to be about preparing for an empty nest, making it a fun, fulfilling, and exciting time. Let's discover who we are now and what we want to do with this new chapter of our lives. Let's create a community to support each other in this adventure. We are just getting started. Hi, this is a very special day because it's my very first interview on Next Chapter Empty Nest. I chose my sister, Beth Williams, to use uh, as my first subject because she is very patient and I'm new at this and we've had to meet several times on Zoom to get this to work out and me learning how to do it so she's been very patient and I knew we could work out times easily together to figure this out and she is my twin sister she had kids before me they are a couple years older than mine and so I always watched as she went through all these things so all the way from when she was pregnant till the emptiness stage and she's done a great job and I appreciate that I've been able to watch her and have somebody close to me to ask questions to and just to observe and see how things go. So I hope you enjoy it and let's get started. Hi Beth, welcome to Next Chapter Empty Nest. Um, thank you for coming and being a part of this. And why don't you tell us what you can about your empty nest? Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, uh, I appreciate the empty nest podcast, and I wish it was uh, had happened a few years ago. That would have been helpful for me. <laughs> but. Uh, my story is that I am a mom to a 19 and 21 year old um, kids. And so I've been in the empty nest for a good year now, I would say. And I w- was a single parent for many years. Uh, and my kids, like some people plan their weddings their whole life. I planned being a mom my whole life. So my kids were my number one priority throughout their lives. Uh, And sometimes, you know, that affected other things in my life. You know, looking back, maybe I should have made myself a priority sometimes. Uh, But, you know, moving on, you watch your kids become more and more independent. It was... I was always, I was never sad about it as they got more independent because I said, that's what they're supposed to be doing. That's what I'm teaching them, right? To make them independent adults, to live on their own. So uh, I was always happy with, and somebody had told me years and years ago to appreciate every stage that they're in and to enjoy it. So that's what I tried to do. Uh, So with the empty nest, I kind of look at your story and I sometimes chuckle a little bit because I think about how when my kids were your kids' ages and 
the things I was doing and they were doing um, and pushing you away kind of in their independence and not needing you as much. So my son has always been independent. My daughter, not so much. Uh, she, we always joke that she would still be inside me if she could and she totally agrees. <laughs> And my son, you know, his first birthday party, you know, I didn't know the parents. I didn't, you know, so I was kind of there going to plant myself and kind of hang out. And he was like, okay, you can go. And he's always been like that. So I think in some ways, well, first of all, I'm glad I didn't have four kids because I would have been like, go fly um, because my second kid was so independent and didn't need me around as much as his sister did. So, you know, they gradually get you prepared for empty nest and their independence, I think. They also uh, move in that direction and as adults and you see that in them. And then sometimes you rather enjoy it after you've been, uh, you know, there for them all the time. You do appreciate it. Like I remember even when they were, you know, I don't know, 10, 11, and I could run up to the corner store to get a thing of milk. And it was so nice to do that without, you know, coats, boots, hats, getting everybody in the right. car. The whole packing. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you ran out of milk. You know, and you could leave them for 10 minutes or whatever it took. Um, and then, you know, when they're a little bit older and I could go to the grocery store for an hour and come right home. Uh, and that wasn't very far away from us either. Uh, so you kind of enjoy that because you had so many times when you weren't able to do that and you had them tagging along with you. Um, so I think those little things prepare you. Also, you know, as they become teenagers and they get jobs and they get cars, and of course you worry about them. Um, I just, you know, prayed every day for them to be safe, happy, and healthy. Uh, that was my prayer for them all the time. And then I always made myself available. You know, I, if I went out uh, with friends, for instance, and my kids were going to be out later that night driving or at a friend's house or something, I would not drink alcohol, for instance, because you have to be prepared in case somebody needs a ride, right? They need a ride, right. friend, somebody. Uh, so, you know, that kind of stuff I was very careful about as well. So when you do have freedom where you can, geez, I can get a drink when I'm going out, it's kind of nice sometimes. But at the same time, it's not all nice. You know, the other day I text my daughter um, and she texted me and then what they call it is she ghosted me. She stopped texting me <laughs> and she did two days in a row. And then I did joke with her about it and she laughed. But, you know, a little bit you're like, did I say something wrong? What shouldn't I said? You know, and you kind of feel a little bit of sadness and a little bit of hurt, I guess, because you want your kids to uh, talk with you crazy, you know, and be interactive with you. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that is kind of uh, her independence and then as well. Maybe it's taking a little longer for her <laughs> than your son, but then, you know, it is her, her way of being independent and just, you know, doing her thing 
Right. So sometimes I just try. Because she's she's fine. She's got it under control. Right. So I try to look at about, it that way. So, yeah. Okay. I heard from her today. She's good. <laughs> right. Right. You gotta just <laughs> accept that sometimes. Um. Now, did your empty nest occur all at once or over time? Well, I think it occurred not overnight, but pretty quickly. Um, you know, my daughter moved out when she was 18 and her brother was 16. Uh, and then right out of high school, he moved to Las Vegas to live with family out there to pursue a, a career in real estate. So it's much younger, <laughs> I feel like, with people that kids go to college and come back home on breaks and things. Um, so I feel like they were independent. And I, you know, I've had people comment to me, oh, would you kick them out the door? <laughs> and that wasn't it by any means. But again, you know, I wanted them, my job is to make them independent adults is how I looked at my job as a parent. True, true. So what were your thoughts about the empty nest as it was occurring? Was it, so obviously it wasn't a shock to you because you had mentally, sounds like you were mentally preparing yourself all along anyways, when they want right. to be independent and you're saying this is what they're supposed to be doing. Um, so it wasn't like a shock. Like some people, I think they just, all of a sudden their kids leave and they're in shock and they hadn't thought about it occurring at all. Um, right. Was it lonely at first? Uh, quieter, hard to get used to that? Uh, or was it? I think the quiet was hard okay. to get used to and not, um, you know, having them home all the time and you knowing every single second of their lives, you know, when they're a little bit younger. Uh, but yeah, just the quiet is hard to get used to, but you were. Oh yeah. And there was times I was okay. like, okay, now what do I do? Right. <laughs> I don't have anything to do. The house is clean. Laundry's done. Like, what do I do? Cause I had so much time on my hands. Right. Um, you know, and for a while, for instance, when they were little, I tended to read magazine articles because they were short rather than books, you know. So then I was like. And so now you can invest in books and things. Now I can read a book, but it's a little time to go, oh, I can read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to stick to just magazine articles. <laughs> Exactly. So you said that you wish that during parenting, parenthood, you wish you had made yourself more of a priority. Have you now? Did you finally realize, oh, wait, I can make myself a priority and do some of the things that I want to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, now husband, and I had talked about moving to Florida, and we did <laughs> this year. We, um, I go for walks all the time. I read books all the time, or I have different uh, crafts that I do and different things like that. There's some more things I'd probably do if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, but overall, I'm actually doing some fun things. So that's kind of neat. fun things for me. Good. So it sounds like overall, it wasn't too hard of a transition for you. It was kind of right. anyways well, I, I mean, didn't know when it was going to occur but it, <laughs> you were mentally prepared for it. I think that's like a huge part of it 
is to be my well and your kids still need you therapy. you know they still call me when they have something so it's I don't feel like it's not like you're done parenting uh true true you know sometimes my son will call me three, three or four times a week when he's stressed about something uh so I don't feel like you know it's not like your parenting is over they still uh want your opinion on things and you know so I talk to them a lot I think when and then I talk to my daughter and then she goes to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your plans for the future well to travel a little bit more than I have been other than that no I mean I just want to be happy that's pretty much it um but traveling a little bit more would be nice um doing some more day trips around florida since we're new residents here to learn about the area would be nice um and other than that i really haven't thought i would like to learn spanish that's another one that's a good one that's great yeah i talk about it right now that i'm thinking about doing it so you know i think it will happen <laughs> eventually when I make time for it when I want to do it bad enough <laughs> right well that's good um anywhere in particular you want to travel to any big New York New York to see the family <laughs> yeah that is I know it's so funny how our uh, priorities have shifted with the pandemic right. you know it's not Bora Bora it's like you know I'd really like to see right <laughs> yeah it's not Europe it's like Las Vegas to see my son and my family out there and New York to see the family because I probably would have been there by now. Um, you know, um, if a it couple of times at least, probably. What's that? You would have been here probably a couple times at least. You know, just right for a weekend or something, a long weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. much more flexibility. Mm hmm. But then, yeah, you know, if you have to quarantine and take tests and all that, it's not even worth the bother and then the parents <laughs> they don't want to see you when you've been traveling <laughs> right true the older parents yeah exactly so um well thanks for sharing your story today i appreciate it and um especially because you're my sister and i've always looked up to you and went to you for uh watched you for what you did you know always my role model for <laughs> parenting so it's good to see that you uh, see what I did right and wrong <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but you make right, the you. Ass look good you know that it's uh, a positive thing and it's uh successful you know it's not uh yeah it's not the end of the world it's been it's just pretty good and your kids are doing great and they're doing well and they're independent and you know, and your daughter lives 10 minutes from me and we hardly ever see her, <laughs> and, you know, and right. over and right. busy. So, but know. they know I still support them if there's an issue or something. So I haven't yes. totally left their lives. Right. And of they course. haven't totally left mine. Of course. And some people go through that, but it's nice that you still have the connection and they're not, you know, so independent that they're you know, not wanting to do it at all. So well, I think they do that a little bit, like when they first leave, because they're like, woohoo, but it's different <laughs> amounts of time for each kid. But I don't think it was that long. Really, I think my daughter and I get along better now. I think she kind of did it when she was living at home still, but like ignore mom kind of thing. Right, right. 
I love it. Thanks for sharing. And You're welcome. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to hear from you. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye. I loved having you here today. And if you like Next Chapter MCMAS podcast, please subscribe, submit a review, and share with friends. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Next Chapter Empty Nest. Thank you for joining us. And remember, our time is now.